brought to you live from Montreal, uh, named after Mount Royal. It's got some excitement going. Uh, well, is that Mount Royal? Yeah. Huh. John was just pointing at the hill of Mont Montreal. Uh, we are coming to you at 8.06 local time from the Monaco of North America, the Canadian Grand Prix. We have just watched uh, the race. Um, it ended four hours ago, and we're here to bring you the breakdown. This is pod 00025, I think. Correct. It's All pretty right. much live bullets, you know? As live bullets as you can get. We're exhausted. Unless we recorded at the yeah. course, this would not be... Let's, let's, not, let's not sugarcoat this. We are exhausted. It is very difficult to drink in the sun all day. It takes so much out of you. It's unbelievable. We barely made it back to our Airbnb. But, but we're here, and we're working. We're here. I'm eating a Tableron. We're all drinking a red wine. What kind of wine is this? <clears throat> Something to liven our taste buds. I don't know. I'm having a Caramilk Cadbury. It's one of the best candy bars I think I've ever had. Cadbury? Yes. That's how you know we're uh, tired and hungry. Yeah. All right. We have had dinner. We had some poutine and other things. How many? Is playing on some. How much poutine I'm, do you think we've had this weekend so far? Uh, in, in pounds? Yes. yes. Kilograms, please. In kilos. Uh, four kilos, maybe. Ooh. Poutine, like no one's watching. Yes, as they say. You know, the waistline is watching. Mm. Okay. All right, uh, so let's talk about the race. It wasn't, I thought, didn't think it was the most scintillating of races. We did have a great start, though. Battle uh, one. Should Andrew, we just Andrew, let's Andrew, do a rundown? Yeah, in a rundown. Let's do a podium. Top five. Yeah, so Vettel took it. Um, overall, dom I would say a dominating weekend for Sebastian. Uh, start to finish, wire to wire, as they say, victory. Never root was even really challenged. Um, you could disagree, John? Wait, in this weekend? Yes. I would say qualifying, yeah, he was challenged a bit. Oh, tough to say. Uh, he qualified, I think, and it was, it was like a 110 7, something like that. Um, I think the Red Bulls were low 111s ish. Uh, podium was Sebastian, then Botas, then. Uh, your boy Max, so pretty much just they qualified. Just like they qualified, a little bit of change up after that. So I think you had then what was it, Lewis, Ricardo, Kimmy? Are you talking about the finish or yeah. how they qualified? Ricardo is fourth. They finished Ricardo fourth, Hamilton fifth, Kimmy sixth. Okay. Just to interrupt real quick, how do you guys think you're supposed to eat a Toblerone? Like a stick right into the mouth like John or break off each piece individually? Break off each piece, not John just <laughs> monging on each individual kind of <clears throat> wild move by John. All right, so there weren't that, it was a one stop uh, tire race for almost everybody. Swiss truck. Um, and there were, let's see, Ricardo passed uh, Kimmy at the start, and then Ricardo passed Hamilton on a pit stop, but other than that, there were no passes in the top six. Yeah. Uh, so, Does F1 have a problem? I'd say it was very exciting to be there, don't get me wrong, but Twitter is saying this is a very boring race, we need to talk about rule changes, we need to I would lighten not, things up. I would not have wanted to watch this on TV. If we hadn't been here in person, it would have been a snoozer for sure. 
even though my guy won. Couldn't agree more, but as uh, we were discussing it at dinner, I think Vettel puts it in good into good perspective. Not every race is going to be amazing race. It's a race. It's a nice long season. Some are excellent. Some are not excellent. Good overall season, but this it was disappointing to hear that this and see it was kind of a bit of a snooze. Yeah, I think I think when you are when you go to the race weekend like this, you see how much goes into yeah the final result. Maybe there wasn't a lot of passing, but. There's so much that goes into that where you have the entire week of all the practices, you have the qualifying, you have all the strategy, one stop, two stop, Douglas strategy A or B. There's so much that goes into that that I think makes it interesting. But if you're a casual fan, I think F1 has a real problem. So I, I agree with you to a lot, of, a lot of what you said. I also don't think we need to be so focused on the top six where there was very relatively little, little movement. Grosjean didn't qualify at all because he hit because his engine blew up, and he had a great race and moved up into from 20th to something like 11th. Um, Alonso didn't even finish the race because his engine blew up, or so he lost power or something. I don't know. But there is, there is. Leclerc had a good race. He came in and finished 10th. Um, stuff's happening out there. You just have to know where to look for it, and maybe that's not accessible for a casual fan, somebody who's just flipping through the channels. But I don't know if that's what F1 needs to worry about. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Who cares? Who cares about these Twitter eggs? To be honest, that's what we're talking about here. Squids, <coughs> squids. I liken it to, um, yeah. I think as as Seb said, World Cup is starting. He said next week. I don't know if that's true or not, but um, some game, some matches will be bad. Some will be really good. You know, if you're a fan, you're gonna watch. So who cares? Well, I think it's important for. We want casual fans. As a grow the fan. game. Yeah, we want to grow the game. Um, Do we? Yeah, I want to. I mean, I think this pot is a nice example. We're, we're growing the game. We're doing our part. Let's let's have the FAI do their part. Yeah, the other, but the other counter to that would be we were there today, and I don't, I personally don't see it as an issue. I mean, there's so many fans there, way more than I thought there would be. It seemed like by hearing people talk, a lot of them were casual fans. They weren't super invested like us they don't all have podcasts like us um <laughs> some do hey some don't um so i don't know maybe in certain parts they, it is thriving so that's a great segue i did want to kind of do a little rundown on how our day went uh we woke up had a little breakfast in the airbnb and we left here what ten forty five after watching Enemy at the Gates in the beginning of miscongeniality <laughs> and rob almost burned the airbnb down because you guys wanted your, what do you call them? Eggs in a raft. Men on a raft. Men, men on rafts. Anyway, we took the Metro, which is a great way to get to the uh, weekend pass. Track. I, I couldn't recommend the Metro more. It has wheels. It has tires on it. So that was a little odd. Just check out Twitter. So, yeah, check out our Twitter at the F1 newsletter. We've got some uh, video and photos of us getting to the race. So we got there, I would say 30 minutes uh, from... From the time we left our door, we were door to door. We were at the track. Yes. Um, and then there was a little bit of there was a little bit of a line getting in, um, but we were on the tra- the island itself by I think eleven thirty. Yep. And uh, the Ferrari challenge was going on. We could see some of those cars whiz by. And you can really hear their brakes, which is a big difference from F one. You hear those cars; they kind of sound like they're at the mechanical limit. Yeah. Uh, we stopped. We peed. 
Um, we had a, a lot. Ferrari, a Ferrari fan with a fanny pack defecated on the the t the uh, subway. What? Did you guys see that? Defecated? Do you know what defecated means? <laughs> what? That's not confirmed. Uh, <laughs> I did not see that. Is there, is anyone would be surprised, though. Uh, okay. So then we stopped. We had a beer. Uh, we bought some poutine. And we watched the driver's parade. Where we, we were able to go up to the fencing and actually see the drivers up close as they go by. Slowly waving at the fans in Austin Healy. So it's pretty cool. Poutine was touch and go. Uh, I ordered it. Oh, yes. Go ahead. I ordered uh, four poutine shawarmas. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing too confusing about that order. <laughs> the woman, heavy French accent, just said four beefs. I said, okay. <laughs> Turns out that four poutine shawarmas are, is different than four beefs. We got the four beefs. And we they were they were pitas, they were wraps. They, yeah, they, it was like a um, it was like a cheese steak more or less, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a pita. Yeah, pita with shawarma, <laughs> and then we said no, we want the the four poutines with shawarma, and then we had to pay an extra thirty dollars, and then we got that. Yeah, so we paid the correct price for the food that we eventually got. It wasn't <laughs> that bad. It really, was yeah, not much of a travesty. We got up to our seats. We are at the top of Grandstand Twelve. If you take a look at a map. Thank you. Um, row X is three from the top, and the top is great, I think. Uh, very good perspective on the track. I wish we had the last row. row yeah. Row Z. You, I, get, you get to stand. Z. Yeah. I would say these are the best seats we've had to date. Um, very happy with them. There were, it was very tight. I would say we were packed in there like sardines. But at the end of the day, you could see everything, you could see a lot of action. So just to set the scene for our listeners, it was probably about um, 20, 22 degrees Celsius, 70, 70, centigrade. 70 centigrade, but it felt like 90. <laughs> the sun was blazing. Um, and we were up in our seats starting, I think, about noon. No, one. And the race started at 210. So um, that was... Those fun. last 20 minutes just crawled by before the race started yeah yeah there was an awesome flyby uh low jets coming in i caught i got some good video of that so check the twitter feed later it'll be posted it was awesome the only two jets in the canadian air force (laughs) john i thought you said they were on load from the u.s they probably were yeah they probably are jets canada probably doesn't have enough steel with all the trade wars (laughs) (laughs) we're apolitical uh we're hoping that we're let back into the U.S. now that there's a full-on blown war between. You guys know Toblerones from Switzerland. We did. Yes. <laughs> so, so before we get to, I, I like this breakdown. So, I want to talk about a few things that happened in the race before we get into post-race agenda. Do we want Charlie to talk about these things? Yes. I'll let him do it. Yes, we do. Um, number one, hometown boy crashes on what the first lap sec- one. Lap one takes out our our boy. Partly. Yeah. Kiwi. Yeah. Um, Can you recap what Rob said about Hometown okay. Boy? It was amazing. So on qualifying day, Saturday, Saturday, we're watching, and Rob just starts to absolutely trash Stroll in the stands, calling him a loser, a no good. Lance Troll. Yeah. I mean, just everything. Well, his dad paid his way through. And this guy in front of us is wearing a Williams shirt and Lance's team. <laughs> Obviously Canadian. And just looks very visibly upset at Rob's words and tone. To be fair, Rob couldn't see this guy's face because 
Rob was directly behind him. But you could see his Williams shirt. And he had a tramp. Maybe he was a Sorotkin fan. No. <laughs> he no. had a tramp stamp that said LS18. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fake news. Uh, anyway, not a good weekend for our boy Stroll. A lot of fans out there, obviously, one right in front of us, but um, it's not looking good for him. He, he is Williams' number one driver, I have to say. Sorotkin's a. Sergey. So, no so, name, but. So, so let's just go over that crash. They were coming, I think, approaching turn three, and Lance just kind of lost control of their. their the rear of his car oversteered, and the, the rear of the car swung into Hartley and smashed Hartley into the wall. So Hartley was definitely a, a innocent victim here. That's all control. You're, you're in control of. You got to be in control of your car <laughs> and your that rear. Was, that was a bad accident by Stroll. You don't control your rear. Do you think, what do you control? Do, do, <laughs> <laughs> do you think Stroll's going to get any uh, penalty points for that accident? No. Yeesh. <laughs> <laughs> Good delirious. Okay, next topic. Um, Rob, why don't you handle this from the get-go? Uh, what's happening with McLaren? Uh, Alonzo had to Wait, retire today. Yeah, let's just... Yeah, let's do a, Andrew, you paint the picture, and then Rob, you so, break it down. Okay. So, I don't, a Rob's lot of you face. a lot of you know Rob, a lot of you don't. Uh, we have a lot of listeners. So, <laughs> Say hi to him. Typically, Rob is a very fun-loving, easygoing, just kind of go-with-the-flow type guy. And he was like that for most of the weekend. <laughs> now, if you watch the race, you got to a point where I think what was it lap thirty-five, forty-ish. Around there, right? Yep. McLaren, uh, Rob's guy Alonzo, starts to basically just uh, sputter to a, uh, a stop, and he retires. And at this point, Rob says, "Give me the beer. Give me the next beer." And he just t- actually turns like Jekyll and Hyde. He turns into a crazy man. He then hates F1. He hates the weekend. We he cut him off from beer. He's absolutely depressed. <laughs> and it's like a new guy. I don't even know who this person is. So, Rob, can you please take the mic and explain yourself? Well, it all started in, in free practice one where McLaren had some of the best times. And I was thinking, like, wouldn't this be amazing if the race that I actually go to, McLaren finally gets <laughs> out of their four-year funk. But it was not to be. They had a terrible qualifying Oh, but I'm hoping like McLaren's always better in the race than they are in qualifying. Mm. Um, and and they were like Alonso got absolutely knocked off in the start and was way back. Um, but then he took advantage of Perez's spin on the restart and he was going to be in the points as soon as Grosjean pitted. Uh, but then his engine cut out and it's just more of the same. It's just like it's it's. I mean, I just feel like enough is enough and there's only so much I can take. <laughs> I, am, I, do, am I a battered spouse? I don't know. I, wow. I would like to talk about what happened to Rob a- after Alonzo, you know, w- retired. <clears throat> what Rob did, you know, regarding the beer, he was cut off from yes. our cooler, which was the right decision. Rob was cut off because we ran out of beer. <laughs> I, I, so no. we all had equal amounts of beer. Rob was he had a full beer in his hand, and then he was positioning for one two or three more beers. <laughs> At that point, Charlie said, no, you've had your allotment. Rob looked like he was about to slap Charlie across the face. This is outrageous slander. Like, Look for the lawsuit. I don't understand what happened to you. There, there was, Alonso there was, lost power. That's what happened There's so much anger coming from him. Yeah. I mean, it, it was crazy. I mean, we all had equal beer allotment. <laughs> 
Okay, just I, I feel like uh, we don't have proper context for this. The other three podcasters here are all fans of top three teams. So every weekend they're just like, which podium position do I get? <laughs> Meanwhile, hold on. We told you that you can pick a new team. You said no. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think I think it's time to switch to Renault. Let's be real. And I, I want to say I've, I've only seen this this from Rob one other time, and it was because he was hangry. We were in the car one time, and he was he almost threw like a hissy fit, like a toddler. He was. Was it this weekend? No, uh, no. I, mean, no, I was. I think was, I was with Annie. It was after like, a bad round. Of it, it was like, Rob, would you like some food? <laughs> no, I don't want any food. <laughs> it was very similar. Today was very similar. To the that. ones are tired. No. Um, so before we discuss uh, the rest of the the season storylines, we'll give you an update on the World Championship. Oh, I wanted, I wanted to just kind of run people through the rest of our day because yeah, because, that's, that's so, what I was saying. Okay. Let's go through that. Continue. Go. So uh, the race ends <laughs> in kind of a bizarre fashion. So Vettel and Botas cross the line one two on lap sixty eight of seventy, mm-hmm. and, oh, yes. and, and we see a checkered flag come come out at the finish line. Um, and apparently, the guests, the guests had been instructed to wave the flag at this time. Which supermodel, is not correct. Canadian supermodel. Yep. Winnie the who? <laughs> Winnie Willow. I don't know. Uh, Winnie Willow. No, Winnie. In any event. Um, so <laughs> no matter. So the the race ended on that was really bizarre note. So um, Harlow, Winnie Harlow. Although Ricardo did set the fastest lap of the race. It happened after the checkered flag was inadvertently waved, but when the checkered flag's waved, it's waved. I don't say they discounted Ricardo's um, fastest lap, and they discounted any passes that happened after that wave, which I'm not sure they did any. We came down out of the grandstand, wait in line for the porta potties, and then got out onto the track. Andrew picked the worst line for the John. Yeah, I think. Yeah, there was a. Uh, I picked a line. It looked like it was. It looked like a fast line, if I'm being honest. Um, it was not. Made some good speed. Then we get to a guy, and to be honest with you, he's wearing a Max Verstappen shirt. He had capri jeans, so European, obviously European. European. Oh. He was in the bathroom for a good 10 minutes. There were guys in front of me that started throwing rocks at his porta potty and booing him. Yeah. I felt so bad for this guy. I, I mean, just, he, t- he was taking a deuce. <laughs> yeah. He, right? he had a problem. I mean, he definitely needed to go. Okay. I mean, so, I mean, he had to do his thing, you know, and I could have switched lines if I wanted to, but, you know, stuck it out. I timed all of us. I was the fastest. I came in under 30 seconds. Uh, <laughs> Rob was the longest. 47. <laughs> I estimated uh, my time. Probably at, not the longest. <laughs> I, estimated, <laughs> I estimated my time at under 30 seconds, and Charlie says it took 47 seconds. Wait, that hasn't been confirmed. Yet. Andrew was his time in the porta potty was around fifty seconds as well. So you two were up there for 50? sure. Fifty. Yeah. So when I was timing guys in front of me because I really had to pee, uh, a minute was kind of like that's long. You you almost threw a, another hissy fit when some guy took fifty five seconds. <laughs> you took forty seven. You I I you I I. Let's you move on. Let's move on. All right, so I took 26 seconds. <laughs> Unconfirmed. After the porta potty debacle, we went out onto the track and started walking along the, the start finish straight um, and up towards the casino. 
where the lines were, we went through many checkpoints, choke points, and it was Checkpoint Charlie. slow. Uh, we finally got to the casino. We got some, Andrew and I got some free coffee. Well, we, first we got coupons, just like 10, nice. here's $10 to spend in the casino. Oh, yeah. You can't gamble with it, but you can get drinks with it. Uh, we Tip hit, your bartender. We hit up the uh, roulette table. Zabos, you guys won big. Want to talk about that? Yeah. Um, yeah, we got teamed you know, up. I really liked our uh, what we did at the casino. We got there. We took it easy. We went to the bar. We used our free coupons, $20. Rob and Charlie got Bloody Marys, which I think, hindsight's obviously twenty twenty, but I think looking back, you guys will see that as the reason you did so poorly <laughs> on the roulette table. You do not. I didn't do poorly. You won money? Charlie didn't I, gamble I didn't at all. Gamble. Oh, well, anyway. Rob did very poorly. We'll get into that. And you turn off your <laughs> iPhone now if you don't want to hear about this. But we got, we each got drinks. We took it easy. We relaxed. Then we hit up the roulette tables. Rob uh, lost everything very quickly. My shirt. You blinked. You blink, and Rob's out. So this is, like, you know what? Shit happens on the track, and Alonzo had to retire. This was what really was the kick in the ribs while I was down <laughs> on all fours that just did me in. Yeah. Um, and and uh, I, I, I put $60 down and first bet it on. Yeah, CAD. So it was play money. <laughs> Plastic. Like, uh, and first bet it on black because that's a McLaren color. How much? 25 on black? 30 on black. Wow. Uh, it was red. And uh, Guess then, who had red? These and guys. Andrew and John. And then I was like, all right, well, let me bet even because Alonzo's number 14. That's an even number. And he, he's always been winning. And, and when you was, pick a good horse, you stick with it. You and know? it was odd. <laughs> <laughs> so there goes 60 cash. Nothing was odd about the result. And I didn't even know that you were on the table. <laughs> you were down. It was very quick. Yeah, the uh, the dealer was, uh, she was, felt Pretty bad for you. Uh, she knew you were a McLaren fan. So I, Rob didn't have a great race day. <laughs> Andrew and I went up 150 CAD um, in a heartbeat. I don't know. We just we just hit we hit numbers. You know? When you see the roulette table, you see the roulette table. You know. <laughs> you hit numbers. One other sad stat about Rob's weekend: he's only packed one pair of underwear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was so. <laughs> Somehow he blamed Charlie for not reminding him to pack undies. Rob, how old are you right now? <laughs> As we sit here today, you're 35. It's it's not. He, last night he had to beg his younger brother for a pair of underwear, correct? And he then end up washing it. And then he had to end up washing it without soap. Is that fair to say? <laughs> I've got to take the fifth. Okay. Smart. Smart. Wow. What a weekend. Yeah. You have to do less laundry when you get home. I guess that's, that's a true. plus. Yeah. So, big win for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to uh, come into a new segment. Um, this one, this new segment is brought to you by Stella Artois. Delicious, crisp. What is it? Is this a lager? Lager? Pilsner? It's a, it's a lager. More of a Pilsner. It's a lager. More of a, more of a Pils. It's, it's Pils a Pilsner-like lager. Pils Pils 1366. <laughs> All right, we're going we're gonna to get into a little fact or fiction. All right, you, you boys ready? Yeah. I'm going to throw a few statistics out there, and I just want some, like, fact, fact, fact or fiction here. Um, so keep in mind, some of these are not perfectly scientific. So 
approximately 80,000 individual components go into each, each Formula One car. Fact or fiction? Uh, fact. Fiction. Hey, you want to just provide a little? That's too many. Engine has a ton of parts. Yeah, I mean, yeah, engine has so many. But 80,000 is Screws. So bolts. You know what? Washers. Washers, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which. Smart plugs. We, we think there Air were... Air particles. Last year, there were 360,000 people at this race over the course of the four-day race. Shout out to So Montreal. we think that there probably were about 100,000 there today. That's CAD. So, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Pretty easy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Uh, and we're back. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> factor fiction. Second factor fiction. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, sorry. So it's true. True. Oh, yeah. Right, right. Nailed, Nailed it. Nailed it. Get another loss for Rob. <laughs> uh, that, that one be fact. All right. Um, fact or fiction. On average, a Formula One driver loses four kilograms of weight over the course of the race. Fact. Fiction. Fiction is it's too it's more. It's more. I think it's more too. Four kilograms, eight pounds. It's more. Ten pounds. That one would also be a fact. Yes. It's an average four right. kilograms after just one race. You are you're in such a bad um, dude. Yeah, and just a little follow up stat: a person who has lost four percent of body weight can lose up to forty percent of their psychophysical ability. So, big time strain on these drivers. Maybe that's my problem. Okay, and then the last and they all slid fiction. down their, their butt too. <laughs> There's only one place it can go. Lewis is always pulling on his groin right after the race. Oh, um, last fact of fiction is small planes take off at slower speeds than Formula One cars. Uh, Formula One fiction. car at their at the fat speed trap faster than a Formula One car takes off. Yeah, what? What? <laughs> what? You guys are just. What speed are we talking? For one car, let's just zero say, to let's just say the top two hundred miles per hour. Uh, yeah. Yes, small yeah. planes take off much lower. Yeah, speed. because yeah. a small plane cruises at one fifty. Okay. Yeah, I'll touch out all the all three fact all three were facts tonight. Nailed uh, I'm gonna come better prepared next time with a few uh, <laughs> ones that really throw you guys off. Yeah. Throw you guys off. I, but I would. Fun new <laughs> segment. I thought. Yeah. You know? That was good. That was good. Good. I mean, what's a small plane? A Cessna. I'm playing chess right now. I just have to say that I did get one win this weekend, which is this guy that I routinely beat in chess. I beat again. That's a five-year-old about an hour ago. Can, can we take a pause and tell the uh, the wine story, Rob? <laughs> I, mean, I don't even think there is a story. So you I'll tell. I'll tell. I'll tell. <laughs> so was that that was after the qualifying on Saturday? Yes. Yes. <laughs> So we walk into the convenience store on the way back from the metro stop to get some body wash. An absolute dump of a convenience store. Yeah, yeah not a great convenience store. body wash But yet, yet we went there again on Sunday. <laughs> we went there three times this weekend. Not one hour ago. <laughs> yeah, so we, they've taken all our money. Um, and it's cat. It's cat. <laughs> and we go in and we thought, oh, it would be nice to have a little wine before dinner, a lovely dinner at Ha Restaurant. We're going to have a little wine at the, at, at the Airbnb. <laughs> And there's a selection. It's a convenience store, so it's not a great selection of wine. <laughs> and Rob goes, what, what kind of wine do, we, do you think we want? How about, how about a Zinfandel? Our, our, <laughs> our taste buds are pretty beat up. <laughs> I mean, can, you, can you explain that? Laugh as you want. That's a solid analogy. No, can you explain it? A Zinfandel is a powerful, <laughs> spicy wine. <laughs> and when you have just... 
a taser intended to be abused by heavy IPAs at the track all day. You can't be relying on like the delicate notes of a Pinot Noir. <laughs> we had mostly Coors Light. <laughs> oh my gosh! And so, what are we drinking tonight? A lovely Zinfandel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in front of me, because I was tired of you guys laughing at me. Well, this is a Zinfandel. Where our taste buds not beat up today. <laughs> I didn't want you guys to enjoy the morning tonight. So it was great. It was the, the protein really got to our taste buds. Good stuff. All um, right, and then uh, one other segment of the evening. This one's brought to us by Toblerone. <laughs> it's called uh, Rob's Water Cooler. <laughs> so what's, what's new with the water cooler these days, Rob? Just like what? What, what are you hearing about? Uh, I, I think a lot of the talk is about are the Warriors. Is there any? Is there any sportsmanship to what the Warriors are doing? Should Durant be ashamed of going to a super is there team? No, is there no honor in basketball? <laughs> super teams, good or bad for the NBA? Also, Did you guys know LeBron hurt his hand, but he was giving high fives to kids? Also, Guys, also, where's LeBron going over the summer? Yeah. No, no one's talking That's about That's like a golfer with a bad back playing through a tournament. Yeah, That's uh, crazy. The other big topic is biggest <laughs> athletic superstars who are the most recognizable. And I'm going to say Phil I'm Mickelson. Saying, I'm saying basketball. Oh, yeah. No. You know how many Chinese people watch basketball? Oh, oh. oh my gosh. 300 million tune oh, into the NBA Finals in China. China. Where are Tiger Woods? Though? He's the biggest face. No, basketball is No, huge. I'm not saying I'm not saying any one person uh, because I'm saying in a, ge- in a given geographical area, if you had to pick, you know, a driver. Greg Norman. What about, what about football? Right. And I, so I would, John and I were talking about this, and I said, in Europe, I think F1 might be second behind soccer, football. I, I could, or cricket. Ooh, I cricket. don't think the cricket's that big in Europe. Yeah, maybe. More of a subcontinent. Ooh, so India, it's huge. I know yeah, that. India and Pakistan. I think it's yeah. the biggest thing. You're probably right. Maybe. Wow, good water cooler. So that's it for Ross Water Cooler. <laughs> yeah, okay, so... Um, Looking forward to the next race is um, France. Vettel's in, the, Vettel's in the lead. By one point. Hey, one Canadian point. One CAD. <laughs> one CAD. Uh, I think Mercedes has them by 17-ish points in the constructor. So Mercedes is going to finally get their engine upgrade at the next race in France two weeks oh, from now. Oh, man. So Shoot. Uh, they might be able to regain some of the lost ground. Are we around for that race? Can we do a... Um, 23rd. I'll be at Drake's Island. Oh, 23rd? That's my, that's my birthday yeah. weekend. So we had a good, Portland, we had a nice. good uh, bit naming French cities. Um, I, we ended at Chardonnay, but where is... Let's see, the French GP. I'm trying to we find got it. Lyon. We got uh, Nice. We got Nice. We got Nice. Um, Paris. Paris. Saint-Germain. Uh, Saint- oh, yeah, that's a new one. Alsace. Alsace. Laurent. Chibet. Uh, no, Normandy, Navarre. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we know we did Burgundy, Champagne, Champagne, Bordeaux, Bordeaux. This is a new segment. Name cities in a foreign country, <laughs> or just make weird noises. <laughs> uh, it's been a long weekend. Yeah, it's been a long weekend. So uh, anyway, there's a there's a GP two weeks from now. Go yeah, watch it. it. French Grand Prix. Yeah, we haven't had a French Grand Prix in, in all the years we've been watching F1. So uh, who knows what this track will be like? 
And that brings us back to the wine and the beat-up taste buds. So, well, Where do those beaches, Utah, Omaha, John. Beach, those are all in Normandy. What about them? Yeah, what, what about are you them? asking? <laughs> what are those names? They're just code names. Yeah, uh, they're not actually. Go why watch did, Band of Brothers for me once. Why did we come up with those names? They sound badass. Do they? Utah, Omaha? <laughs> they roll off the tongue. I don't know. I enjoy it. Why don't we start at A? Beach Alpha, Beach, Alpha. Beach Bravo. Cassolet. La Cassolet is where the race is. Just where oh. is that outside of Paris? Yeah, give us Circuit Paul Ricard. Circuit Paul Ricard, La Cassolet. Give and me. then Grosjean goes out in turn one. Oh, yeah. So, guys, school. it's the southern. Oh, Marseille. We miss Marseille. Oh, it's the southern coast. Toulon. 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 Pardon me. What about what's that? What's that movie they always reference in Seinfeld? Um, uh, with uh, Bette Midler is in the movie, and that's oh a French my gosh. name. Rochelle, 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 Montpellier. All right, I think we're losing the thread here. <laughs> All right, okay. Au revoir, signing off. This has been a terrific episode. From Milan to Minsk. Where's Minsk? That's in uh, Eastern Europe. Belarus. That's the low country. All right, yeah. signing off for Montreal. Been a been a great one. See you later. See ya. Bye. Vroom, 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 vroom. Thank you.